I see pride. I see power. I see a white guy coming off as racist for trying to quote this movie a little too accurately. We're talking cool runnings on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kidflix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and just a reminder, like always, this show is not for kids, so turn this off and eat yogurt from a tube. Yeah, take that, kids. Uh, I, I have nothing to say right now, so I'm just going to get to introducing my guest. Uh, she's a comedian. Uh, she's She does other stuff as well. <laughs> she probably should have clocked on over to LinkedIn before. I started recording, but that's okay. Uh, we performed together as part of uh, Philadelphia's uh, LGBTQ improv team, Low Hanging Fruit. It's um, I turned I turned away, so I, I'm not going to mispronounce your name, Megan Chialastri. There you go. Yeah. Yay. Hello, Megan. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm also like a little nervous about sounding racist if I quote this movie too much. You know, that's okay. We're just going to say it in our our uh, our in our goofy, whitest innocent- voice. Well, kind well. Okay, we could do it. We're not gonna sound as racist as John Candy did in the movie. Oh, uh, so yeah. okay, it's super weird. So very late in the movie, I forget the exact context, but um, I think it's when they qualify for the Olympics, and John Candy yells at the top of his lungs, "Yeah, man!" Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't. It didn't work for him. John Candy, like really trying to embrace being Jamaican, is like a really upsetting <laughs> part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like his hatred of the sport of bobsledding just like drove him to this tropical island where he like felt the need to belong. Do they okay? Do they ever really explain why he's in Jamaica? Because they were they just like walked over to the bar and they're like, "That's him." So like he came to recruit um, Doris's dad to do a snowboard team or a snowboard team did i just say snowboard yeah. i i know this movie a bobsled team Winter wait doris, are hard. Do, is doris the rich one no he's like the main one he's the driver oh, oh okay so let's go through the names real quick yeah that's this is a good <laughs> idea because i'm gonna forget so okay doris doris is, is the, the driver guy. he's like the main dude sanka is the egg guy egg guy yule brenner is the bald guy mm-hmm. and, and junior junior is the rich guy yeah also, weird that they'd have like a Yule Brenner joke in this movie because they, John Candy and uh, Doris look at each other like, Yule Brenner? <laughs> Which I never got that when I was a kid. And then I recently worked at like a ticketing office for a while and we had the king and I come through and all these old people would call us and be like, is Yule Brenner going to be in this? And I was like, the bald guy from <laughs> Cool Runnings? No, he is not. No, he's had an illustrious career maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he was Ice on Arrested Development. Oh. The, like, bounty hunter. Whoa. That's the only other thing I've ever seen him in. Oh. I know. But you know what? You got Cool Runnings, you got Arrested Development. Two cult classics. <laughs> right? Like, I think he's doing pretty well for himself. In those two titles. <laughs> Better than the guy that plays Junior, I think. Yeah. He... I never saw him again. I mean, also, he wasn't a good actor. No. <laughs> Boom, take that. This is also the most focused we've ever started the podcast. Usually <laughs> there's just rambling for like five, ten minutes about absolutely nothing. But well, here, well, I, we're discussing the best movie ever made. So, like, you ooh, have to I just think I figured right out in. how you're going to rate this. But anyway, um, real quick, so tell me a little bit about why uh, you chose this movie. Um, so, this movie was my absolute favorite movie as a kid. 
Uh, I used to obsessively rent it from Blockbuster, which is like weird that I didn't own it already. Like I remember one time going to Blockbuster with my dad to rent Cool Runnings and he had to pay a late fee on Cool Runnings from like the last time I rented it. Well, I mean, I remember this from because I like to watch sometimes old uh, training videos and the Blockbuster one, one of the big plot points in it is that this girl's like, hey, you've rented this so many times. You should just buy it at this point. And then the girl goes, great idea, Madge, or whatever. But <laughs> Madge. I don't know. It was the 80s. I don't know if that was a popular name then. But I'm surprised that they didn't just give it to you at some point. They should have. I somehow still have the VHS copy of Good Burger from my local Blockbuster. But in, the, in the Blockbuster case and everything? Yeah, in like the Blockbuster case. And... Uh, I... I think I rented it right as like they were phasing out VHS tapes. So they really just did not give a crap. <laughs> so like I just never gave it back and they were like, that's fine. Do you think that Blockbuster could be a thing again in this day and age? Because, I mean, there's Redbox. Netflix still sends out DVDs. So, like, I feel like if Zima can have a renaissance, then Blockbuster can have a renaissance. Well, there there are three still remaining in um, the world, I think. There's, like, one in Alaska and then two in the middle of... Like, fuck nowhere because the bandwidth is so crappy there. I swear to God, I saw one in Northeast Philadelphia like a year and a half ago, and I can never remember where it is. Cool. So why are we still recording this when we could be <laughs> looking around? At Blockbuster. Oh, I just, I just meant, because I, um, when I was 10, I wrote a, um, a little time capsule letter to myself uh, at camp, which is coincidentally where I first saw Cool Runnings. And um, I wrote to myself, to my 16-year-old self, how are you? Like, I'm good. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? You should work a Blockbuster. Like, those were the <laughs> points that I hit. And I was like, okay, see ya. Do you have a girlfriend? You should also work a Blockbuster. Uh, That's where you get the ladies, though. It is. You're yeah. like, hmm, I could rec- recommend a movie for you. Some like it hot. So I know I'm, like, a little bit older than you. But when I was, like, in high school, like, you kind of wanted to date the guy that worked at Blockbuster. Like, that was, hmm. like, a thing. Maybe just because I grew up in a bodunk small town. But where are you like, from? I'm from Epsecon, New Jersey. Nope. Yeah, no. No yeah. one knows where that is. It's, like, a really tiny town right outside of Atlantic City. Oh, so that, that must be kind of tough. Because, like, all these just, like, <laughs> drunk adjacent people. Oh, yeah. Lots of... Well, wait, there's no... Rampant addiction. Just... Aren't, you, you're, aren't you, like, not allowed to buy alcohol in Atlantic City, so you would have to, like, take... Or is it Ocean City? No, that's City? Ocean City. You can buy alcohol in Atlantic City. I was going to say, like, how did they make money there? <laughs> Our president didn't. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Oh. Uh, what if we? What if this doesn't get released before the end of the world? I was thinking that. I was like, at least I get to be on this podcast before yeah. the world ends. We're, okay, so full disclosure, we're recording this a little bit in advance. like, <laughs> And right now it's the whole like, oh, what's Kim Jong-un going to do? Yeah, we're all on edge. Uh, Hawaii is like bracing for fucking destruction. If I have any listeners in Guam, let me know. I don't think I do. Uh... Does Guam have good internet? <laughs> They won't soon. Let's talk about dark stuff. Jamaica Uh, has a bobsled team. Yeah. And they just can't catch a break. So let's, I'm trying, okay. I'm thinking, because I've seen this movie so many times, but I'm I'm realizing right now 
how I don't, I did not soak up the plot. I don't think I've ever really soaked up the plot of the movie. Like, I know what happens. Oh, because the plot of the movie is, like, crazy. Like, so many random scenes happen, and people get, like, to give these dramatic speeches for no reason. I will say the movie does use um, montage pretty well, because they have the montage where they're training to be a bobsled team, and then they have the separate montage where they're raising money for the bobsled team. And then they have the third montage when they're already in Canada, and they like want to become the best bobsled team. Yes. Yeah. There's just a lot of fast walking. Like, the soundtrack <laughs> for this movie should just be Benny Hill. Uh, but yeah, so let, let's... Where should we start? What? Okay. Which of the bobsled boys do you identify with? Like, let's BuzzFeed quiz this. I was really prepared for a marry, fuck, kill bobsled team question, and I didn't think about which one I mostly identify with. Hmm. Well, you know what? How about you decide which one you're most like, and then we'll play fuck, marry, kill with the other three. (laughs) So we got Doris, Sanka, Junior, and Yul Brynner. I like, I think I might actually be a Sanka, you know? I think everyone wants to be a Sanka, which is mm-hmm. hard because he's like so chill. But I feel like if one of my friends came up with a crazy scheme to get us to the Olympics, like I'd be down. <laughs> Whatever. I would say I'm Sanka on the outside, but Junior on the inside. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely like a Sanka sun sign with like a rising Junior. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have no That's idea. That's like what your you just main said. horoscope and then like your horoscope when you were born. Wait, what? what? But your whole horoscope is when you were born. <laughs> it's your birthday. I... Oh, I'm not enough of a hippie to really explain this. Yeah, you're wearing deodorant. That's good. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. I, that's no problem. That's that's like the one thing. Like, I, I'm an open-minded person, but like when I'm on dating apps and stuff, if I see somebody like either lists their Myers-Briggs thing or their like astrology stuff, I immediately am not interested. Oh, I always list my astrology stuff because I think it's fun. Myers-Briggs, it's like, you took a whole test for this? I took it, I took it, I cannot tell you what my my letters are, but like everybody has basically unanimously agreed that it's bullshit. Yeah. I don't remember what my letters are, but I do remember when they listed like famous people or characters with this personality type. Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes was on there, which I didn't think was a good sign. I tried to like subtly look it up on my computer because I know I have it somewhere, <laughs> but all I did was I just typed into spotlight test <laughs> and that didn't help. So that's just going to be a fun question that I just don't know the answer to. But anyway, okay, so you said that you, you were Sanka, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so fuck, Mary kill, Doris Jr. and Yul Brynner. First of all, Mary Jr., like, make that paper. Mm-hmm. That's not even a question. Um, oh, I think I'd have to kill Doris and fuck Yul Brenner. Yeah. Yeah. Because Doris is too nice. He's, like, he's too good. He has that sweet girlfriend who I don't think gets a name. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's, okay. That was, you mean in the bar when she's like, they're going to get themselves killed. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, she also, like, she, like, kisses him goodbye in the beginning. I I completely forgot that they were dating. <laughs> By the time that they flashed uh, to her in the bar near the end of the movie when they're competing, I was like, oh, that's, like, his mom or sister? Yeah, no, I think they're either husband or, and wife. There's, like, a few little details about all of these characters that they really slip in without, like, making it a thing. Mm-hmm. That I didn't notice until I was watching it for this podcast and like making sure to watch very closely. Cause like 
they also mention that he's a teacher, and it comes up exactly one time. Who? Doris. He's a teacher? Yeah, this woman who you don't remember, like, kisses him goodbye, and she's like, you have papers to grade, and he's like, I just need to run one more time. Oh, at the very beginning? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it I do It never comes that. up again. He abandons those students to go bobsled. It was like winter break. <laughs> it's a very long winter break. I, how long? The time frame of this movie is so unclear. Well, because they, they go from a place that's always sunny, Jamaica, <laughs> and then they go to a place that looks like hell all the time, <laughs> Calgary. I feel like at some point they say there's like three months to the Olympics. Yeah. That oh, feels right. Because they're because then they go to meet with the guy in the office, and he's like, "If so, you train, maybe we can go to the next Olympics." And he's like, "No, we're ready now." When I was a kid, I thought that guy was the president of Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought they had to go like ask the president. No, he's just I guess like a big sports fan. Yeah, I don't know. Does he like work for the Olympics? I don't. Oh, I just forgot another. I just remembered another <laughs> montage that we forgot. Um, it's like a montage within the montage when Doris is going around the different bankers to get money as a montage of all of them pointing and laughing at him. He gets pointed and laughed at so much in this movie. I get the laughing, but I think the pointing <laughs> is just ridiculous and over the top. Just like, I've never thought somebody, something that somebody said was so ridiculously dumb that I, if anything... I'm like, I hold it in because I'm like, I don't want them to know that I think that they're being dumb and ridiculous. Yeah, like, the pointing's extra mean because, like, they're not even trying to tell anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just like. They're just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Like, also laughing too hard. Like, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be for, like, non sports. Like, if you walked into the bank and you're like, hey, I want a loan to buy a mansion. But I don't, I don't have an amazing paying job. Yeah. Like or, they should, all those banks should be closed. Like <laughs> if that's the decorum that they have in there. Right? Like I feel like they weren't even, they only needed to raise like $20,000 or something. Um, or was it 200000 No, and wait, no, it's got to be twenty because it was Junior in- sold his car, which I don't know how much it was. Then again, he's a very rich Person. He's like a very, yeah, he's like a wealthy person and he had like, they showed his car at some point and it was like a vintage car. Hmm. But do vintage cars, are they popular in Jamaica? I mean. Hmm. <laughs> think, think, think. <laughs> Is this a thing that people do in Jamaica? I would think so. At least in like the Cool Runnings universe, I would say unequivocally yes. <laughs> the cinematic universe <laughs> the of The cinematic cool universe of Cool Runnings. It's only the one movie, yeah. but still. Surprisingly, Heavyweights is also in the Cool Runnings cinematic universe. Ooh, we just reviewed that movie. Oh, what? I just found out that was on Netflix, and I'm so excited. Yeah, I liked it. Oh my god, I love Heavyweights. I Well, I talked about it on the episode, but I think I wish that I had watched it as a kid, because I think it really would have, like, you know, it would have spoken to me more than it did as a 21-year-old boy sitting alone <laughs> in his yeah. house. It might be, like, too doofy to, like, see for the first time as an adult. Yeah. Doofy being the technical term. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but as a kid, like, it was everything you wanted in a movie. Mm-hmm. And it was just the classic, like, oh, they're so 
They're so mean. Right? <laughs> That's it. Just like the East Germans in Cool Runnings, the movie we just watched, that oh, you should yeah. be talking about. Oh, yeah. They well, were very that, mean. But then they got very nice at the end. Uh, once they cra- for <laughs> so- Once you crash on national television, everybody's, like, pretty nice. But, like, that East German guy, he started that slow clap, but he had a look of rage So slow claps face. are dumb, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? I mean, the, the guy started it too slow. Like, it was... <laughs> And then it took everybody a little bit too long to recognize. Oh, he because well, it was clapping. so it yeah. was so slow that people didn't realize it was a slow clap. And I don't know. I I I think it just only makes sense in a movie. Yeah, people no one's slow ever clap slow in, clapped in real life. It's you only do it in real life as a bit. Just yeah. like oh, this is funny, right? We just saw a basketball game or whatever. <laughs> You know how you do with your friends? How you see basketball games? How <laughs> you go see basketball games? I don't think I've ever seen... I've only seen a Harlem Globetrotters game. Um, I, when I was a kid, we had season tickets to the Sixers, which was amazing. But also, like... I feel the like we Sixers. need to... Oh, but it was when they were good. It was oh. like 2001 when they went to the finals. And then they just kind of haven't been able to keep up that magic since. Listen, trust the process. Hashtag. It's all about practice. <laughs> but sorry, what were you saying? Sports. Um, back to that speech you quoted to start this podcast. Yes. I see I pride, pride. I see, I see power, power. I see a badass mother who, who don't, don't take, take no, no crap, crap off, of nobody. off of nobody. I don't understand why they don't play that in between like timeouts at basketball games to psych up the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like That should be a psych up speech at sporting events. Well, going back to camp. And I will die on that hill. I... That's very reasonable. Like, I, I, um, when I saw this movie for the first time, I was, like, 10 years old at camp. Uh, probably days after I wrote that letter to myself to work <laughs> at Blockbuster. And uh, that's just, like, we would just, we all will just yell that out of nowhere. Like, Friday night after Israeli dancing, that's, like, an inside joke <laughs> to chant, I see pride, I see power, I see a badass mother who don't take no crap from nobody. Yeah, I, like... That speech, man. I still say that to myself in the mirror. So do I. Just like, well, not ironically. I don't say it in the mirror. I'll I'll say it to other people because I I think it's more powerful if you say it to other people than just yourself. I mean, if it, it if it's, it's like an my mantra, note, it's like my yoga mantra. And people are like, can you just stick to like a sound? <laughs> and you're just like, no, 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 no. I need this like three <laughs> sentence. I get into downward dog. And I'm just like, I see pride. Like Megan, Megan, we asked, we told you about this. I see this power. Before. Okay, okay. Let's go back into. I couldn't think of another pose. <laughs> I was like, go back into your Turkish stump moonlight. Is that close? No, not at all. Yeah. Um. Also, this movie, uh, not that accurate. No, not at all. None of these people are real. Yeah. Well, not even besides that. Um. And I'm getting all of this from IMDb because. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a lot of time to research movies. What is this? Um, But first of all, the Jamaican bobsled team was welcomed with open arms. Everybody was like, oh my God, yeah, you guys want to like be in the, like, yeah, do this. And somebody, a team offered them an extra sled just in case it broke down. So there was not a malfunction. (sighs) It was because they were in, you know, how the guy that that you thought was the president of Jamaica... (laughs) Was like you should probably like practice, practice more. Yeah, 
Irv was like, nah, we're fine. Just me also trying to do John Candy. Um, I was doing it last night pretty well, but I think it kind of wore off today. You notice that, like, all of John Candy's lines in this movie sounded incredibly unscripted. Like, he would so often just run into frame yelling exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, come on, what are you doing there? What are you doing, guys? What are you doing? What are you doing? Back up the hill, back up the hill, back up the hill. It's just like, okay. And it's fun because, like, these are all, like, the four teammates on the bobsled team, they're all adult men. But because it's a Disney movie, they just have to be children. I love, like, the adult child Disney trope. Like, it's so good. It works in this movie better than a lot of other movies. Like, I'm willing to believe that Yul Brenner doesn't know what Buckingham Palace is. I'm just like... Oh, that was sad. I know, but then it gives, like, Junior that nice moment to, like, be the bigger man, you know? He's like, I don't have to move to Buckingham Palace either, father. (laughs) Or whatever. Or no, that was right before he get... um, His dad is like, we're going home. Yeah. Also, great restraint on us for not doing the voices at all because i'm like it feels more natural to quote the movie directly but i'm like i'm not trying to touch yeah. that with 10 foot pole um another inaccuracy um so the whole reason that irv was kicked out of the olympics his medals were taken away was because he added weight to the sled mm-hmm. completely legal it's a completely legal move what in bobsledding here i'm gonna quote Wait, was the- he a real guy no. Oh. He was probably based off somebody, too. But, um, quote from IMDb, In the sport of bobsledding, adding weight to the sled is perfectly legal. In fact, sometimes it's a safety measure. Both two- and four-man sleighs have minimum maximum weights. The weight of the sled is calculated as the total weight of the sled and its crew. If it weighs less than the maximum, you can add weight to make up the difference. Who knew? Yeah. And I think that's also, I think they, they implied it. That's also why he, like, gained a lot of weight. So he could weigh down a bobsled naturally? I don't know if that was implied at all. Oh. Well, that's John Candy. There was like one weird kind of accuracy type thing that they throw in. Um, it's like they keep talking about how Sanka's a Rastafarian, which like almost seems like it's a joke. Because like that's just something that like mm-hmm. American people know about Jamaica is like Rastafari and let's code him as his donor, as they very much did. Um, but when Irv does that weird prayer, oh yes, yeah, he ends it with justice for Jamaica and um, I'm going to say this wrong, Haley Salazi. Sure. Sure. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, Haley Salazi was an Ethiopian emperor who Rastafarians believe was like an incarnated version of God. So hmm. it's like this very interesting thing that they threw in. That little, it's like, a little something for mom and dad. A little, little something for the Rastafarians. Very specific mom and dad. <laughs> very, very, very specific. Uh, I Smoking weed during this movie must be fun. Oh, I also forgot to mention it earlier when we were talking about like how they're kids. Uh, they're adult <laughs> kids. Um, just... I love when they're walking around Calgary and they're they're so colorful. They have all these double layered sweaters and then all these just like Canadians are just walking around and just, you know, just regular kind of parkas. Yeah, like John Candy has like a nice pea coat on and like Yule Brenner's wearing a bright orange, like highlighter orange is, is it zebra striped? Or like tiger striped? Yeah, it's got some nice patterns. Yeah, to it. I think it's closer to tiger striped than zebra striped. If there's a difference, well, colors mainly. It was orange, like bright orange and black. The, yeah, then that's tiger. Yeah, 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's the color tigers are. So we learn so much <laughs> We've on We've learned kid so fights. much from Cool Runnings. <laughs> yeah, well, they, I mean, they got it. I think they got all of their, their cold clothes at the airport. Like, didn't they, like, raid a 50% off sale? Yeah, they, like, go to some store. And then Sanka's still cold. Yeah, well, he will always be. Well, because he's, like... It's kind of a little baby. If... If you want to get deep about Cool Runnings for sure. a second, is I feel like Sanka really represents Jamaica. But because also when like Doris goes all weird and starts counting them off in German and shit, like why would for you do that? Reason. Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that, weirdo? And then they're like, no, like, we have to be Jamaican. Their version of being Jamaican is doing the weird push cart chant that Sanka does. At feel the, the rhythm, feel, feel the, the rhyme. rhyme. Get on up. up. It's, it's bobsled time. time. Go Jamaica or whatever. <laughs> it's cool runnings. That's when they say the name of the movie. I did not know. I did not hear that at all. Yes, cool runnings is the name of the bobsled. I was very distracted last night watching this. <laughs> what were you doing? I told you I was t- uh, I was texting and flirting. Uh, Tinder randos are like an established yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a rando. Okay, that's. It's nice how much effort you put into your own podcast. I, well, if it was a movie I'd never seen <laughs> or hadn't seen in years, like, I, 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 I know this movie like the back of my hand. <laughs> I don't know the back of my hand that well. Also, I don't know what's going on outside. Someone's Someone is clomping. yelling. Well, earlier, so I, <laughs> so <laughs> just listening in. So we're recording this in my uh, brother's apartment because uh, I'm cat sitting. And uh, while I was waiting for you, um, He's talking to like some guy about the Jim Carrey movie, The Number Twenty Three. <laughs> I was just like, "This is." I didn't know I needed to hear this conversation. And the the um, the door the doorman is like, "Yeah, like he, I like his funny movies." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we all do." <laughs> we all love The Mask uh, when that happened. Did you see Son of the Mask? No. You don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> did you see Son of the Mask? I did. I oh, think God. I saw it in theaters. I feel wasn't there a mask too? Yeah, that's Son of the Mask. Maybe I did see that. It um instead of Jim Carrey, it's Brecken Meyer. No, I thought there was another one with Jim Carrey. Hmm. No. <laughs> no is the answer to that. <laughs> um, did you hear uh about the original proposed cast for this movie? No. You're going to flip your lid. It's crazy. So Disney wanted, as Doris, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Sanka, Eddie Murphy, yep, Yul Brenner, Wesley Snipes, and Junior, Marlon Wayans. You know, for Junior, I would have thought, um, oh shit, what is his name? Just describe. I can't just say Carlton. I can't like. Yeah, you can. Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, I would have thought Carlton. Oh, what's his? It doesn't. It, I, don't know. He, I know his name because he won Dancing with the Stars, and I loved it. And he's the new hilarious host of America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. His name. Uh, it's gonna. I'm just gonna blurt it out at another sure. random point. Isn't it weird that that show exists when YouTube also exists? I mean, like, it's just YouTube, the TV show. Yeah. Well, they still have so many clips that are sent in on videotape. I think. From who? I have no idea, but they're like, here's a video of a real bozo. And then it's just like a girl in footy pajamas like falls on her face and cries. And then it pans in the studio audience. And they're like dressed up way too nicely to win $10,000 from America's Funniest Home Videos. 
well, I feel like that's like a thing they make live audiences do now. Like dress up. Yeah. Do you watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? No. <sighs> but you can still say it because I'm sure one of our listeners I mean, does. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> uh, they have like the men tell all shows, which is where they bring all the men from The Bachelorette back again to talk shit, and also like the reunions are live. Okay. And the women in those audiences are like wearing their finest pearls. Like they are all dressed to the nines. I mean that makes sense. Like they want to get they want to get one they want to get rebound bachelor. They might, if but like lucky. rebound bachelors tend to become the bachelor, or they go on Bachelor in Paradise. There's like a whole there's a bachelor cinematic universe is what Ooh. I'm trying to say. I think I missed out on a lot because I could have started watching the Bachelor. I heard the Bachelorette was really good this season, even though the finale people were like it was crazy. Uh yeah, yeah. She made mistakes. I don't. Well, we don't all make. She's a lawyer. She, yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's like, I'm guilty of falling for you. Is that what <laughs> happens? Is that how lawyers work? Um, I also missed out on Big Brother. I love Big Brother. The ads for it are super weird because it's like CGI palm trees. It's also it's like really weird because the ads for it are always like Big Brother. People are gonna hook up and get in fights. When it's, like, this kind of intense social competition game. And, like, the ads never mention that at all. Hmm. Yeah, I never would have known that. I thought yeah. it was just kind of, like, the real world. No, they, like, are competing for a half million dollars. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. You know you know what was my uh, reality show of choice when I was younger? The Challenge. No. <sighs> You're never going to... It was the weirdest goddamn show ever. Beauty and the Geek. No, but good choice. That's another good one. Um, it was called Solitary. Have you ever heard of Solitary? No. It's on Hulu, I think. It was it was it was an original of the now defunct network Fox Reality. And it's basically nine people agree. Carlton's name is Alfonso Ribeiro. Yes. That's it. <laughs> you know what? That's a perfect opportunity to go to a break. <laughs> we'll be right back to talk more cool runnings and not Alfonso. Rivero. Rivero. Stay with us. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Feel more reviewing. Kind of, that was... I'm never good at doing, like, the welcome back thing, because I can't just say welcome back. Like, you know, like a fogey. So I gotta do something dumb instead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. I, I forgot to tell you the plot of Solitary. So oh, it's, yeah. nine, it's nine people... Uh, compete in solitary confinement and they have to do these weird like tests and challenges and like it's the first one to quit a challenge uh loses and it's eliminated but they don't notify the other people when someone's quit so it's just like everybody just going until they can't take it anymore and it's like standing on like a thing of nails um uh consuming like really spicy stuff uh it's crazy <laughs> That it's sounds on Hulu, amazing. I, think. I might I, have to watch that. It's like really good. I loved it. Season one, though, the like the robot, the computer that everybody talks to has a weird voice. But season two, <laughs> they smooth it out with like a much more pleasant voice. Was this like a '90s reality show? No, this was like ten years ago. <laughs> oh, it hurts me that ten years ago wasn't the '90s. Ah, uh, God. Hashtag only '90s kids. You're a millennial, right? Yeah, I tech yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like smack dab in the millennials, but like between millennial and Gen um, Z, why? So in... like 
It's just like I'm astrology. Sli- I'm, <laughs> I'm slightly too young to be one of those people that they're like, you're squeezed right in between Gen X and millennials. Okay. But you're like, you're basically on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like basically on the cusp. I was born in 1989, just like Taylor Swift. Oh. Yeah. We have Taylor that. Swift? I've never told anybody this, but yes, and I was in that suitcase. Ah, oh, great. But now I can't serve on the jury. <laughs> It's also dating the like when we're recording this, but everybody's like, oh, no one's going to be able to serve on the jury because like you can't have ever listened to a Taylor Swift song. You can't have ever like just heard her in passing, had an opinion. Like, you can't have ever been her. Th- what they should do is they should just like change Taylor Swift's name in the trial. Just be like, oh, like, like Sydney, Sydney Ryan. Right. Is that not a thing you can do? Do you like... I don't know why not. I also honestly don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so Taylor Swift is <laughs> suing um, a former DJ because she he apparently groped her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, that's, if the that's past sad. is any indication, that tri- that should go very smoothly for her. Ah, <sighs> oh, sexism. Doesn't it suck? It does. It really sucks. As a woman. As, as a woman, I can tell you, I don't, I don't like sexism. It's not a thing that I look for. You heard it here. You heard Megan it here first. Hates sexism. Do you ever have this thing when you like apply for new jobs that you'll see something that'll say like you must have a good sense of humor and you're just like, "Oh, I'm going to be sexually harassed if I work here." No, but where are these jobs? <laughs> that you must have a good sense of humor. Yeah. They're on Craigslist. Oh, okay. They're just all over Craigslist. So just murder jobs? <laughs> yeah. We need you to <laughs> murder foreign dignitaries. But you gotta have a sense of humor. <laughs> you gotta like you have got, a sense of humor. Gotta about be the able whole to laugh thing. at life, you know. Uh, like looking at dating profiles and whenever that's another. Okay, so it's astrology, <laughs> Myers Briggs test, and if someone has to specify that they enjoy laughing or like jokes, it's like yeah, we all do. Yeah. Who's who's this serious curmudgeon? <laughs> I like put something on my Tinder profile once that said something about doing stand up comedy, and I sw- mistake. Yes, every message I got was some dude bro being like, you know, I did stand up once. Yeah, I talked about this crazy girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just talked about my ex. You know, you know, she was crazy and then she left me. That That's the joke. Because like, why would you leave me? Crazy. Here, here's what you do. <laughs> Our impressions of straight people are really bad. Yeah. I'm a straight person. <laughs> <laughs> I have a penis and I like vaginas. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Check out my cargo shorts. Somehow our straight people impressions are a lot more offensive than our Jamaicans, which is good, I guess. Yeah, I think in so. In the grand scheme of things. Um, here's a tip, though. if Because uh, having comedian on your... Like, I think I have, I have like, comedy writer or comedian or something on my profile. And so if somebody's like, oh, you're a comedian, if you just, like, say, like, yeah, yeah, I do improv, they're like, oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I actually, I invited uh, a guy that I was interested in to a show. Uh, and then a- after that night, like, we never really spoke again. <laughs> You're not the first improviser I've heard that from. It wasn't a, it was a... We weren't having a super on night. But, I mean, like, he. I also got pissed because uh, we were like, oh, let's get drinks afterwards. And I was like, cool. He also, like, had his friend from, like, high school with him, which I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. And then... We went to, I was suggesting just like a cheap place that I knew around the corner because I just wanted like a cocktail. And he took us 
to a speakeasy where the cheapest drink was $14. Jesus. And I I don't have $14. I I was very grumpy about it. The waiter was mean to me. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, like a New York sour. That's like what, like I asked about an ingredient. He's like, I mean, look, like if you want like a good drink, like what are you in the mood for? <laughs> and then I ordered a more expensive drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've like brought people I'm dating to see me do stand up, which I've only been doing for like three months or so. And like, Mazel tov. Will not bring people to see me do improv, which I've been doing for like two years, two and a half years. I mean, I think if you have a certain rhythm, like if you're in a house team or something, you could probably get away with like, oh, like I do this show every week. Like if you're interested. Yeah. But when it's like, come see me in this rec center basement. Yeah. There's no air conditioning. High school friends, like they'll come and they have a great time. (laughs) I'm always nervous because I'm like, oh, I don't think this act is doing great. Then I'm like, oh no, my friends volunteered to come and they're just sitting here watching a group not do well. Yep. Oh. Life happens. Impressed. Anyway, cool runnings. Cool runnings. Cool runnings. Uh, another way that they're all childish is that they're all toasting uh, with Coca-Colas. Yeah, they like... Although they did drink at the bar. Oh, I didn't even think they did. I was like, oh, they're probably just having water. Oh, they... I don't... Maybe... Because Irv mentions didn't. beer. He's like, oh... Like, when your team is having a beer, you're studying the track. Yeah, and he was studying the track while they were beating up some West Germans. I like that they reminded us that communists are still the enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an important message. John Candy, before he died, he he had to instill that into everybody. I forget what I was about to say. Um, So one of my favorite little details about this movie is... um, Junior's father finds out that he's in this bobsled team on a newspaper, and the headline is Jamaicans Chase Sled. But if you pay attention, the headline next to Jamaicans Chase Sled is Cops Win Case. <laughs> like, great attention to detail, That's great awesome. set dressing, the props master of this movie. Also, what is this newspaper? <laughs> That is in Calgary, and then also some guy in Jamaica. Now, you would think, oh, the New York Times? Maybe. But first of all, why is Jamaicans Chase Sled like, in it? And also page news. Above the fold. No, I think it was bottom fold, because he, oh, he was settling uh, in. He like took a bite of toast, and he was like, ah, here we go. News. Well, I don't know. Well, Junior's father, he seems like a worldly man. He knows the Webster, Webster, and Cohen people. Then, that me- then he would probably read Wall Street Journal. Which something. is even weirder yeah, that they would have bad sports news <laughs> and vague crime news. Because, like, even it is the Olympics, and I feel like Olympics coverage is always everywhere. I love the Winter Olympics so much. But, like, bobsled news isn't main Winter Olympics news. Yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, bobsleds. Like, cool runnings. Like, I don't know what people said about bobsledding before this movie came out. Also, was it this the same year as The Miracle on Ice? Which one was that? That's when the U.S. men's hockey team beat the Soviets. It's then the movie Miracle. Yeah. Which takes place in the same cinematic universe. Boy, this was just a very <laughs> monumental. It's like the 2016 Tony Awards. Oh, yeah. Because like Hamilton was there, so they swept. But there was also Waitress. 
I think I might have said this last week on the podcast. I, I've been. <laughs> You're just very, gonna keep standing for waitress. I okay. I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's coming to Philly in a couple months, and I love it. And Hamilton was great. Don't get me wrong. I I gotta stop talking about this on the podcast. But this is now a waitress podcast. Uh, waitress, waitress, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Now I have to. Comedy do is over. I'm gonna. I've been trying to figure out because, like, some days, it's like some weeks, if I just like can't book a, a guest or like I can't like find time to watch a movie, I'm just gonna like do random pilots. I'm gonna do waitress, waitress, <laughs> don't tell me. Don't know what that don't would know what show that looks would like mean. Yet. Just like people, just me being high and mighty about knowing the waitress <laughs> soundtrack well. But but anyway, back to what I was like. Mm-hmm. Like um, Hamilton, like because Hamilton was Hamilton, nothing else was gonna win. Unless you were a play. Right. And even then, they would be like, you know what? Best actor in a play. Like, let's give that to Lin-Manuel as well. Well, because then they gave it to the other guy for a musical. Leslie Odom? Leslie Odom. Philly boy, right? He's Is he a Philly boy? I think so. He went to Masterman. Oh. Well, good for him. Ren- you know what? <laughs> I'm back on board for Hamilton. <laughs> we're now Hamilton fans again. Good. Ham for all. <laughs> I'm trying to, okay, so what Ham else? for Cool Runnings. Yeah, Cool Runnings. I'm, like, trying to think of more things that I liked about this movie. Because, I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I think it's a fun movie. Um, can we talk about, like, when comedy peaked as an art form? Yes. Which happens in this movie. Okay. Um, as you'll recall, they have a meeting, an interest meeting, if you will, for the Jamaican bobsled team. Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. And John Candy starts the meeting by saying a bobsled is a simple thing. And an anonymous man in the back of the room yells, yeah, so is a toilet. And goddammit, if that's not the funniest thing that's ever happened. And everybody's like, ah, yeah, toilet. I don't know why we all didn't, why are we still doing this? Nothing will be funnier than that moment. Well, but that, it nearly gets topped at the end of that scene, because John Ham, not John Ham, <laughs> I wish, John Candy. Uh, I would like them to remake Cool Runnings with John Ham. Yeah, they can do it. Yeah. They're remaking Jumanji. They can remake Cool Runnings. They have the same movie, right? Yeah. But uh, John Candy is doing the montage of uh, c- crashes mm-hmm. with funny sound effects. Oh, that... that's another mon. It's like an in-universe montage, so it's mm-hmm. weird. So they're they're just like, this is real life for us. Um, but <laughs> it, it was weird that he added all these sound effects to like old black and white reels, and they were all like, Phew! yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, and then classically, John Candy, like, yeah, has his like pointer collapse and goes, Any questions? And then he turns on the light and nobody's there. And then, um, what's his face? He's just looking around. Yeah, and then Yul Brenner walks in like a hero. He's like, I'm here. And then Doris is trying to be just like very nice. And Yul Brenner's like, shut up, asshole. <laughs> don't touch me. Yeah. He said, wait, do you say don't touch me? I'm pretty sure him or somebody said, like, like don't look at me. Don't smile or something like that. <laughs> that was probably him. Uh, I know he says don't touch me a bunch. That's, like, one of his catchphrases. Mm-hmm. And Sanka is just like, I'm crazy. <laughs> Kiss the egg. He, that guy's got some weird shit going on. Yeah, Marky Mark. He really... Made a mark on this movie. Ooh. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that's we okay. Cut we'll that keep, out. Nah, cut that out. Nah, I don't have a lot of time to edit these. 
I don't know who has time to edit full podcasts. Like, you sit and listen to an hour after you just recorded it? Like, no thank you. I trust that this is going great. Um, I think it's also weird, uh, just purely dumb, not point point, <laughs> but um, just two of the stars of this movie, the one is credited as just Leon, Mm-hmm. And then the other, his name is Doug E. Doug. Doug twice. So I just realized that I called Doug E. Doug Marky Mark and they're not the same person. Okay, yeah, I was because <laughs> I was being polite and I was like, I don't remember good vibrations or something playing. <laughs> nope, that's Doug E. Doug. Marky Mark's a whole whole other person. Yeah. They are com- they're quite opposite people. Also, I just looked it up. The guy that played Sanka, he was in the movie Shark Tale. Yeah, he's like the main voice, right? I no, for that's some reason I googled him. Wow. I didn't see Shark Tale. You don't need to. <laughs> it's like it's perplexing. The Wikipedia article for Dougie Doug made it seem like he was the main actor in Shark Tale. Yeah. They well, he doesn't even have a picture. So like how big of an actor is he? <laughs> and according to um, Wikipedia, he should not be confused with Dougie Fresh. Or Marky Mark. Yeah. They, I don't even think they have to really say that. <laughs> That's just but, a personal issue that yeah. I have. I mean, it's fine. You are you have a unique sensibility about the world. Yeah. Would I you like... Remember would you, people by names. Would you like to play a game? Yes. This is a little game we like to call Guess the Tagline. Me Guess the Tagline. Yep, so this is Guess the Tagline. How it works is all movies, most movies have taglines, and kids' mm-hmm. movies especially. So, just guess it. For Cool Runnings? Yeah. Um, it's very. It's a very simple one. Like, it's a, it's a theme in the movie. I feel like it might just be respect. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <sighs> you can guess again if you want to. You said it's a theme in the movie? So, like, imagine every other character in this movie that aren't <laughs> that aren't uh, Sanka, Doris Jr., and Yul Brenner. Yeah. So that's your clue. <laughs> so this catchphrase would be said by anybody else in the movie. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something the president of Jamaica wouldn't say. So, well, like, the president of Jamaica could have said it. He could have. He probably did say it. Now I'm overthinking it. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. I, I like giving clues and then them those, messing it up forever. Yeah, those those clues are intense. Because my second guess was just going to be Peace Be the Journey, but I feel like I know that's wrong. That'd be a good one. Yeah. A lot of times the guests come up with better taglines. <laughs> but um, the tagline for Cool Runnings, according to at least the one uh, movie poster that I found, is Jamaican bobsledders? I feel like there has to be a better tagline than that. There probably should be, but um, there isn't. That's like maybe there is. Also, something that's like so bizarre about this movie is that every single person who's like confronted with the idea of Jamaican Bob's letters, like, can't handle it. That's like a Canadian swimmer. They don't have those. Yeah. Like. Do you mean ice fishing? No. Right. Well, that's like the other way that they're all kind of childish is that they keep being like, yeah, this sport is done in the winter. 
And then like Sanka will just be like, what's the winter? I don't know. It's like Sanka. Like, I've never seen a tornado, but I know what a tornado is. Like, yeah, like I feel like you know. Yeah. Actually, they had a tornado warning a little while ago, and I I was very scared, so I like hid in my basement for an hour. <laughs> oh, no. That happens sometimes. It's always chill. Yeah. Well, it was like my grandmother was like, there's a tornado warning, and I'm like, this lady. <laughs> Love her to she, death. Just, she just cares about you. Yeah, she cares. Like, hey, there's a tornado. But um, before we rate the movie, there's one last thing that we should also mention, and yes. we're going to hear another theme song already, but uh, a lot of movies, a lot of kids' movies, they want to teach something. So we're going to figure out what it is in a segment we like to call Lesson Learned. I've learned my lesson, son! That's it. That's a weird theme song, but yeah. we're going to go with it. It's more of just a just theme. A, it's like a It's a theme phrase. noise. Yeah, theme noise. Um, so what do you what do you think that the filmmakers were trying to kind of get out of cool runnings um so the moral of cool runnings is be a good sport mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stay humble um don't buy used bobsleds yeah yeah don't buy, um, it was one like, time did we pay like 50 bucks for it or is it in the spinning restaurant that wasn't spinning at all? <laughs> that has bothered you, me since I was a child. Can you meet me child. in the spinning restaurant maybe in 30 I'm, minutes? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Let's go to the one that's not spinning, though. Yeah. Like that. Well, it's so cold there that <laughs> can't, can't spin. spin. Um, when I was a kid one time, my brother was, like, always kind of a bad sport when we, like, played Ugh. baseball and stuff. Um, so one time my dad made him watch Cool Runnings and was all like, you know, they didn't make a movie about the Swiss. Like they made a movie about the Jamaicans. And Damn, that's yeah. that's some tough love. That's from your dad. From my dad. Cool Runnings played a huge part in my childhood, as discussed. I also I have one more stray observation I need of to make. Of course. And that is how like disappointed Junior's father is in him. This whole movie. Like, if I could live a life where becoming an Olympic athlete. The first from my country in a particular sport mm-hmm. and have my dad still be disappointed in me, I think I'd be living a pretty chill life. Well, we're doing comedy, so our, our, our parents, parents are, are very disappointed in us. Like, my parents are supportive, but they're just like, okay, but like, what what are you going to do for money? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, my, my dad keeps telling me to put um, ukulele on my resume because he's like, that's a fun special skill. And I'm like, is it? Uh, <laughs> It's like, it's fine. I walk dogs for a living. It's fine. It's that fine. is fun. Do you use, uh, what's that app? I use WAG. You can hire me on WAG. WAG.com. Yeah. Or just the app. Because there's the one that they keep advertising in the subway. The one where, like, it's the ad and it's the dog rolling around on, like, the greenest grass in the universe. Oh, yeah. I think that's WAG. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Cool. That's me personally. I put up those ads. Wow. No, not important. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I, I believed it. Um, I mean, like for me, like thinking back to my days of summer camp watching this movie, I think I definitely agree with your assessment. And I think there, it was just a whole, just very easily, just like camaraderie and just like have a goofy time. Like this movie. And, and like be yourself. Oh, of course. Because I mean, if you're not going to be yourself, who's going to be yourself? Yeah. Like get on up. It's bobsled time. Mm-hmm. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Thought I felt a vibration in my uh, Fitbit, but nope. <laughs> Almost at my daily camp, of my daily footsteps. That's good, um, but I mean, we watch this movie always 
and then almost in conjunction conjunction we would watch newsies oh so yeah. like similar themes i guess of like overcoming adversity isn't newsies about them like starting a union or something it is because yeah. all the all the paper boys go on strike that's Christian Bale's in it. He <laughs> stars in uh, in Newsies. I don't know if I've ever actually seen Newsies. It's worth a watch. It was a it was a huge flop at the time, but like everything described this day, uh, these days, it gained a cult following. That's just like what we say when like three people like something. Mm-hmm. But now the room is all mainstream, and I'm like, come on, guys. I've been I've been making people watch this movie for years. I mean, that it happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, remember when people used to make fun of me for reading the Game of Thrones books. Now, and now like, yeah. geek is chic. Yeah. But, <laughs> geek like... Geek is chic. In high school, people did not like that. Mm-hmm. And then Harry Potter got popular only, like, once the second or third movie came out. I think the third, because the third movie is when it got grittier. Uh, see, I remember Harry Potter being popular before that, but like you would probably know a little bit better than I would. So like, I'm like kind of the same fake age as Harry Potter. Like the first book came out when I was like 11, and then the last book came out when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right in mm, I hit your computer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, right in that perfect Harry Potter time frame. Mm-hmm. But I definitely remember them being popular, and remember like speculation about who was going to play Harry Potter in the movie. And it was all like, ooh, the kid from The Sixth Sense, which, thank God, that kid did not Oh, my God, a Haley Joel okay. Osment. Yeah. Well, he's doing great now. He's... He, I find him creepy to look at. I... Is that okay? <laughs> well, okay, so when I first started, like, when he first kind of came back into acting, like, when he, like, right out, like, the first or second movie they did, I was like, I don't like how he looks, because he looks like himself, but... He looks like somebody photoshopped his childhood face and put it on an adult. It's like, it's like the up, the aged photo on the milk carton. Yeah, it's like, like... Oh, okay. Um, but I don't... I, I'm, like, a little afraid. Yeah, but, like, I also haven't seen, like, Sixth Sense or AI or the other one uh, that he did <laughs> um, Pay It Forward? Yes. I also watched that we at watch, camp. We I watched cried. that at Catholic school like all the time. Oh my goodness. The first time I saw that, I cried so hard. <laughs> I was at camp and they had to take me out of like the barn where we were watching it. They were like, Ross, it's okay. Like, you're crying. That means you understood the movie. That's what my brother said to me. And I was like, I guess that helps. <laughs> it means you understood. Yeah, it means that you got the movie. And I was like, eh. And then later in our bunk, we made fun of like the one kid that didn't cry. I remember we were all like, what are you, a robot? Oh, then you should have made him watch AI. That would have been like a perfect uh, tie-in. I like your floor. <laughs> <laughs> Is 50 years a long time? Great movie. I loved it. <laughs> but like, uh, creepy. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we've put it off long enough. Let's rate this movie. So uh, uh, we rate every movie on a scale of zero to five, zero being terrible, five being great. And we do, we have four criteria. We have audience respect, plot, acting, and humor. Okay. So uh, Megan, let's start with you with audience respect. So like, did you feel this movie was pandering or it kind of just treated like the audience, like an audience? Treated the audience like an audience, giving it a five. Wow, that was fast. I'll, I'll be a little... Mm. 
it's going to be hard for me to be critical of this movie. It's like, it, this movie is basically my mother. Like, you're so biased. What are I you, know. CNN? <laughs> <laughs> this is fake kids movie news. Yeah, the, yeah, we're, we're actually just actors. <laughs> Ross Wiseman is the character I play. Um, I'll go a little bit lower just because, like, just because of how, and I guess it'll more play into the acting score, but just, like, how over the top a lot of it is played and just kind of like goofy look. and okay the See, I whole, feel like I forgive that to genre the whole finger pointing montage <laughs> that kind of stuff okay like, that's fair that's fair so I'm, or when they show up and everyone's just dead silent yeah and then we never oh we never even mentioned when they crashed and then we ne- we did not mention you dead man yeah we, oh you did oh, it no. you did it we oh, didn't no. mention that, and we also, we barely mentioned Kissing the Lucky Egg. We didn't. I also, I'm going to defend my, myself <laughs> using that accent, because that line specifically, if you said that just like as as the white bread that I am, like, you dead man? Yeah, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> it doesn't work. No. I did it with respect. You have to give it a good yeah, man. Yeah. No. Yeah, man. Just like John Candy. He, yeah. Just, we, get, we get one during the podcast. We get one we John Candy. It. So I'm going to give it a three point three i didn't even know we can go into points yeah you can do oh, it's gonna get whatever real. you want what's the next one where we, where we uh next? yeah next is plot so how'd you feel the plot was um so as i mentioned at the beginning of this podcast the plot is weird yeah it brings up a lot of weird things um why do what is a push cart derby and why is it involved <laughs> Why do they put children on the front of those push carts? What's the point of the children on that the front great, of the push that carts? That is a great. That's a great question. Maybe that's uh, the students in the school <laughs> that he abandoned. He's not going to read their papers. <laughs> He's not going to read their papers. Oh man! And it's like Sank is the only adult there, so that's weird. Because Sank is not an adult. <laughs> yeah. He's been, uh, he's been kissing too many lucky eggs, if you ask me. Kissing way too many lucky eggs. Making these children sing a song in praise to him. We didn't. There's a yeah. lot that we didn't unpack about Sanka. Because we got really distracted <laughs> talking about how we're not dating well. <laughs> right. But um, some other weird plot points. Yul Brenner's weird speech about Buckingham Palace is bizarre and out of place. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't understand why the East Germans and the Swiss had to be two different teams. I feel like they could have been combined into one team. Also, throwback that there was an East Germany at this at the time. Yeah, of this movie. like hashtag Throwback Thursday. I'm trying to. Berlin Wall came down in ninety two. Oh, so like I don't think I was a. Was I alive? For Here, the get fall your parents on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just call my mom real quick. Um, I feel like it came down in like eighty nine or ninety. It might be 90, because I, I, someone had CNN on in the background, and, like, the their 90s special was up, and, like, they showed footage of it. Yeah, then maybe it is 90s. I know it was already down before, like, I came into consciousness as a human, which I feel like happens around age Because it was Reagan, because he was like, Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down this wall. I can't imagine Bill Clinton but, being like, hey, you towed down that wall. Oh, Thanks no, but it, it would have been Bush 2, or Bush 1, who was president. He was president from 89 to 93. Oh, crap. Forgot about Okay, him. so maybe, so, so Ronald Reagan was like, I went to college for down, political science. Tear down this wall. And then uh, George Bush was like, ain't I gonna do it? <laughs> 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 and then he did it. Thanks, Gorbachev. 
Okay, so Thanks for tearing down the wall. Let's say ninety ninety one. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes, this movie took place in eighty seven. To put it in perspective, did it? Eighty seven or eighty eight? I think eighty eight because like oh, I feel like it's the, always on an even year. Yeah, at the Olympics. The date at the beginning says eighty seven when there's like three months to the Olympics. That, yeah, because they had and to then practice. it would be eighty eight when they go. Mm-hmm. Okay, we <laughs> this is what we should have started with. Anyway, 3.8 for plot. 3.8. Yeah, that's very good. I uh, I wrote mine down in the middle of you uh, <laughs> saying stuff, and I, I'm giving it a four for basically the same reasons. But I'm like, I'll be a little generous. I thought, I mean, I thought, like, everything moved forward. There were tangents, but, like, yeah, it all, it all was working towards the goal of them being in the bobsled. And all, like, becoming a family, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Junior and Yul Brenner needed know to, like, friends. earn that respect. Yeah, but Yul Brenner doesn't give a crap uh, about, I can never remember his name, even though I've said it 80 times, Duris. I think what we've learned talking during this podcast is that no one gives a crap about Duris. We've no. barely mentioned him, and no. he's the main character. He's barely the main character. Yeah, I guess. He he introduces us to the world of the film, but then we're like, let's hang out with these other guys let's instead. Hang out with these three. Yeah, that have much easier to remember names. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think of the acting? Oh, the acting in this movie is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I was I was shocked at how bad Junior was. I feel bad, but I mean... <laughs> He's real. Well, he also, he doesn't have a lot to do. He mostly just like... He mainly mopes, has his top button buttoned. And like stands there with deer and headlight eyes. Mm-hmm. And talks to his dog. He has that nice... Oh, yeah, he's literally his dog. That. <laughs> that gets extra points. Yeah. Um, Dougie Doug is a treasure in this movie. I oh, would yeah, say. He, yeah. He was great. John Candy. Yes. This was his last uh, performance that uh, that he saw in theaters before he died. Oh, I didn't know that. He died, uh, I think, five months after Cool Runnings was released, according to IMDb. Yeah. I feel like those two kind of carry the movie, which isn't saying much. Yeah. Almost as much as they carry the bobsled at the end of the film. Oh, they do. And it did get me when they were so close to the finish line. I was like, oh. So, yeah. one more story. Sure. Um, I was watching this a few years ago with my old roommate whose uh, dad had passed away a few years before. And we like got to the end when they were like carrying the bobsled and the terrible slow clap is happening. And then like Junior's dad like, joins in on the slow clap. Well, he first opens his shirt. Oh, yeah. He opens his shirt and then joins in on the clap. But I look over at my friend who is hysterically crying, oh. like, in hysterics. And I was like, oh, is, is this okay? Like, it's cool runnings. It's not that serious. And she was just like, it's a dead dad thing, and you wouldn't get it. And I was like, okay. And you're like, I wish I had a dead dad <laughs> so no. I could connect to this movie more. Well, I've discussed my dad, like, five times on this podcast already, so yeah. clearly. So he's there's very a... alive. <laughs> he's very alive. He's part of the mythology of the podcast now. <laughs> So what what do you think you would give uh, this film? Oh, for acting? Yeah, for acting. Ugh. I'm just going to give it a two just to give Sanka and um, John Candy credit for what they did. They mm. earned two points and everyone else earned zero. That's Yeah, that's legit. I'm trying because, so I have a spreadsheet of 
all of the scores just because I have to like average it all together. So it's just easier. And I'm trying to, I'm like looking back at things that like I've given a two to and other people have. And I'm just like, was it really that bad too? I'm, I'm going to be a bit more generous because you know, I like to be generous <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to give it a 3.1. That is incredibly generous. Cause I think because most of the junior was terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, all of the bankers were terrible. <laughs> I cannot get over how much that annoyed me. Um, they were bad. But like John Candy was fantastic. Um, Dougie Doug was great. Um, Leon was fine. Um, and then the the guy... Like the other Olympic people that like John Candy's like, come on, they have yeah. to beat a minute now? And he's like, sorry. <laughs> like, they were good. So I'll, I'll give it that. Okay. That's and then, fair. last but certainly not least, humor. Uh, well, as discussed, that man yelling so it was a toilet is the funniest <laughs> thing to ever happen in the history of comedy. It's like the rest of the movie just sucked because of it. Fuck the rest of the movie, like... You just turned it off. <laughs> when I say that I watch Cool Runnings, yeah. I just watch that 10 seconds. Yeah, you're being polite. You you have no idea. You're just yes-anding me. <laughs> this has been a very strange long-form improv scene. Oh. Insane. Um, I love Cool Runnings. I just, I still think it's funny. That dumb speech, or that dumb, like, prayer still makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. It makes them laugh, too. It makes them laugh. Um, something about Sanka saying Rastafarian nays is incredibly <laughs> funny to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 4.5 for humor. Wow. I, I genuinely think this is a funny movie. I I laughed a couple times. I And I definitely kind of have that memory as a kid, like, laughing so hard because these guys are so ridiculous and, like, Jamaica bobsled team, ha, 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 ha. Right, I, I think I, pointing. like, <laughs> um, I largely nostalgia laugh, but, like, yeah. it sticks with you. But, I mean, like, even if I saw this for the first time, I think there, there were definitely some just, like, nice, fun moments. I can't think of any of them <laughs> off the top of my head. I will say, Sanka kind of got on my nerves sometimes. Because, like, his jokes are very much just like, okay, yeah, yeah, he's weird, is yeah. his joke. So because of that, I'm going to take some points off, unfortunately. <gasps> I know, I mean, that's just how life has to be. But I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, like, 3.75. Nice. Just typing that in for fun, because it's fun to type. And crunching the numbers... It's a solid score. Cool Runnings, we gave it a score of 3.68. Not bad. Or 3.7 rounding up. So that's right on par with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, so I saw Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for the first time as an adult. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Ever or like the first time you saw it since The first you were time I ever saw kid? it in my life, I was an adult. Wow. And that movie is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka is so drunk the whole time. Like, I. This has so many flavors. He, he's specifically white wine drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that part at the beginning when he falls down. Yeah. <laughs> and then comes right back up. I, I was like reading up about that movie like before we did that for the podcast. And uh, 
Gene Wilder just like did all this crap. He's like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so I scare them in real life, but you'll get it on camera and it'll be really authentic for the movie. And whenever that like I hear about that offset, uh, like uh, like antics offset, like oh they tried to make it, they tried to scare the people for real, so it felt real and visceral. And I'm like, that's cool, I guess. But at the same time, like how little do you trust these actors? Yeah. First of all, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. This is a kid's movie. Like, no one was prepared for the boat ride scene except for Gene Wilder. Oh, when it, like, goes all dark and scary. Yeah, and he's I... like, where it goes, no one knows. Yeah, that's, like, when he's at his drunkest. Mm-hmm. For sure. He's drunk driving that boat. Uh, have you ever been drunk on a boat? Yeah. It's weird. Because you're like, I feel like it would be worse than it is right now. But at the same time, <laughs> I'd love to be just on something that isn't moving. Right. It's kind of like, oh, why did I do this? I have no escape. Like, I just want to go home and order a pizza. Yeah. I can't get pizza Uh, delivered to a boat. So relatable. That's like a meme. You should make that into a meme. (laughs) That's it. I I can't get pizza delivered to a boat. I mean, drones now, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's the only reasonable use for drones. I also ate half a pizza last night, so I'm feeling kind of lousy. So I'm going to eat Brenner tonight. Nice. Yule Brenner. (laughs) Some Yule Brenner? (laughs) I feel like he would not like that. Yul Brenner would not like Brenner? He would not like you saying Yul Brenner. That's not funny. (laughs) I'm like, no, you're not funny. (laughs) Burn. Uh, Like, he wouldn't even kiss the egg. He's not gonna... Well, Yul Yul was not a fan of the egg. He was like, that's stupid. I don't think he did in the movie, but he's definitely the kind of guy that would just, like, slap somebody in the back of the head and be like, come on, idiot. Oh, I had one more, another story observation about Yul Brenner. You know what he's fundraising? He's like arm wrestling? Yeah. You think he banged that woman that beat him? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, after he, they went home together, absolutely. But also, this is like a, that's a, such a feminist movie that they let a woman win arm <laughs> wrestling, even though this movie fails the Bechdel test so hard. The other women don't even have names, I don't think. It's like Sanka's mom. Jamaican Dur- girl number three. Teresa's wife. Oh, yeah, I forgot she had a, he had a wife. Wife or girlfriend, somebody. Or sister. I'm positive they were significant others. Yeah. Or principal. Ooh, Ooh. is that how he got the teaching job? Scandal in the Cool Runnings universe. Uh, That's actually how they they did the backdoor plot for heavyweights. It all connects. mm -hmm. (laughs) You see in the background like a little fat kid at the Olympics being like, Oh, God, (laughs) it's such a long hike. (laughs) Ben Stiller just comes and like scoops him on a bicycle. And he's like, I'm being electrocuted. <laughs> uh, you know who does a great Ben Stiller impression? Who? Simon Helberg from The Big Bang Theory. That's unexpected. So one of my favorite failed shows is Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Aaron oh, yeah. Sorkin's show. And um, like he he doesn't he was like one of the cast members on the show, the show within a show, and like he's a good impressionist. I he's like, like Yeah. Um, the guy that plays Raj on The Big Bang Theory. Akunal Nayar. Yes. I saw him at Temple. He, like, got his MFA in acting from he Temple did. doing... I saw him, like, in a Shakespeare play, and he was amazing. Hmm. Yeah. And now he's doing Big Bang Theory. Yeah. He can't speak to women unless he drinks. Mm-hmm. I forget if they overcame that plot after nine seasons, but... I hope so. I hope so, too, because that was a weird one. Yeah. 
So the guy that plays Sheldon is really good. That has a really good cast for being the Big Bang yeah. Theory. Okay, I will. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna defend the Big Bang Theory a little bit. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not usually in the mood to watch just like you know, just like a for the masses three camera sitcom. But right. when I'm in the mood, it does the trick. It's like pretty funny sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's like you don't really want to think about your TV. You just want to put your feet up and like watch something you don't have to be emotionally invested in. Yeah. Also, I met buying Bialik one time, so that was cool. She's my celebrity doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Except like you wear pants. She doesn't yeah, like she wearing never pants. wears pants. Um, you know what's another good like four camera sitcom is mm-hmm. Mom. Yeah, with Mom Anna is Ferris. good. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Chuck Lorre is good at what he does. Yeah, like I'm I'm not gonna shit on him. Well, I think it's annoying because because you and I were in the trenches of the Philly comedy <laughs> scene, and everybody's always like shitting on mainstream comedy and stuff. Right. It's like it's mainstream for a reason. Like it's very popular and good. Yeah, like. You know, sometimes Big Bang Theory has some good jokes. A lot of times it's, like, not very creative and not the most original thing you'll ever see, but... They know their characters and kind of what makes them tick. Yeah, it's... It's like the Wonder Bread sandwich of TV shows. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy this while it's happening. Yeah, it's a good assessment. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note... Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Is yeah. uh, is there anything that uh, you would like to plug? Anything, uh, anywhere that people could find you online? Um, you can see me around the Philly improv scene on Low Hanging Fruit with Ross, as mm. well as uh, my independent teams, Pig Dipper and Windows 98. Find us on Facebook. Uh, you can also see me doing stand-up around the city on occasion. I don't have anything booked right now so i'm just not gonna give any dates but show up maybe you'll find me um and you can follow me on twitter at megan is sleepy megan is sleepy yes i'm always sleepy you are such a meme aren't you i am such a meme i'm just like a walk and talk and meme you are and as always you can find me on twitter at mr wiseman m-i-s-t-e-r-w-e-i-s-m-a-n and uh follow this podcast kid flicks pod at KidFlixPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm never good at saying that either. <laughs> it's just like, I have to get it out of the way. Uh, if you have a movie idea or any questions, concerns, or you just hate me, let us know. <laughs> so I guess that'll do That'll do for us here. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks for listening, and go, go, Gadget, and show.